all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. You can follow us at... Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitch. At All Bad Things Pod. Email us at at gmail.com. Join our Facebook discussion group and our Discord. And you can email us at... I already said that. Did you? Okay. Email us all bad things at pod at you say it, com. I you think say it so. so fast nowadays. I think I did. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. That's where you can email us. Do all those things. Do all of those yes. things. <laughs> oh, we are strictly. Yes. And I found out all of a minute ago that I'm doing the reading tonight. Which well, is fine. I mean, come on. Yeah. I do it. Most of the time. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and most of the research. And the reason we're having to record when we are is because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've made plans to go see the new Jurassic World movie. That's right. Which, from what I hear, has gotten bad reviews. Which I, <laughs> I which heard, I, which I do not. I, I totally expect. I just want to see fucking is, yeah, dinosaurs on the screen. I heard the plot is bad and the dinos are great. Uh, okay, that's good enough. That's good enough for me. I mean, that's why you go, right? Yeah, as long as the dinos you're not are good. Going, it's like reading Playboy for the articles. Right? Uh, you're like, yeah, you're not that. doing that. Mm-mm. But uh, like the second movie, which turned out just terrible. I don't. I don't know if you remember the plot line of that one, but there was like a clone oh, human. Oh, the most and, recent yeah. one? There was a the clone one that came human. Out, yeah, the one we that watched came out four it. years ago. Yeah. We, we went, went to see it. I remember the... It started out The weird great. velociraptor. Yeah. But it started out great With because the, the they were... the sea monster thingy. Yes, because they were mm-hmm. trying to... They were trying to get like a DNA sample from the dinosaur from the first movie. The and big mega thingy. The, uh, yeah, the, the thinger. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whatever he was called. The like thingers, Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex? I think that's what it was called. Something like that. So anyway, they find it, and they find the skeleton of the Indominus Rex, and they start mm-hmm. slicing off, like, a piece of the bone, and then you see in the background the big fish. Oh, yes, that's uh, the one. Uh-huh. Not, not a megalodon. What was it in that movie? A Plesiosaurus. No, it wasn't that I have no idea. It was one of those. Our our nephew would know. He would. He knows all those dinos. Uh, And then you saw, like, the lights of the the submersible they were in just Mm -hmm. go off and say, like... That's right. And, like, the signal from the helicopter was, say, you know, disconnected. And it's just like, okay, those guys just got eaten. So welcome to our uh, Jurassic Park recap podcast. Yes. (laughs) But... So I'm going to leave it there. So watch, like... Yes, and I should... So watch on YouTube, like, the opening scene of, what was the second one called? This is Dominion, the new this one. This is, yes. The second one was, oh, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Which you can watch on YouTube, because I did the other night. I was like, yeah, the opening oh. the opening of this movie was oh, really... Oh, opening, not the yeah. whole movie. No, the opening. I was like, the opening of this movie was really good, and mm-hmm. then it was all downhill from there. Well, Chris Pratt <laughs> is in it. That's the yeah. first problem. Now, this new one apparently has Laura Dern in it, which helps mm-hmm. balance out Chris and, Pratt. And uh, Sam Neill. That's got the uh-huh. the original cast. Does that, and it has Jeff Goldblum, right? Mm-hmm. Because he did He was the, in the second one. Yeah. He did the... Uh, the Super Bowl like pre-game thing to promote the film. Uh, he appeared with a couple of. Uh, you missed the whole. I guess thing. I didn't. Yeah, catch that. I told you about it. Yeah. Uh, with a couple of sportscasters, and he was just peak Jeff Goldblum, and it was very funny. Which is it was probably very funny. Which is probably very much like his character Tunnel. Uh, Tunnel. Oh uh, yes, from uh, Search Party. Yeah. What was his last name? <laughs> I think his last name was Tunnel, but I... No, Tunnel was his first name, because I remember <laughs> thinking that would be the name of a guy like this. Right. Either he either he changed his name to Tunnel, or mm-hmm. he was born that way. I'm going to guess he was born that way. They're like, Tunnel, ladies and gentlemen. How did we go this far off this fast? I don't know. Probably because I'm hosting. <laughs> That's probably it. Uh, I haven't even drink? seen what Oh, what I know. I'm, we're going to surprise you with yeah. it. What you drinking today? I am drinking the finest... Domestic national local beer. Mm. I am drinking Ireland's national local beer. Yes, you are. I guess. Do you mind if I have a sip? Oh, go for it. Now I do enjoy one here and there. I I do plan to visit Ireland one day, and mm. will not divulge this particular detail about myself. That I prefer 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 
to drink Guinness in the can. I actually yeah. prefer to drink it doesn't, yeah. any beverage that comes in a can. I prefer to drink it from the can. It is crisper. It doesn't go flat as quick. And, like, the tinniness is nice. I don't know. There you go. It's weird. Please sponsor us, Guinness. Or aluminum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big aluminum. Yes. Well, my dad used to work for Big Aluminum. Yes, so. he did. Yes, he did. I'm also waiting out a COVID test just to make oh. sure. I have a, a backache and a neckache today. Okay. Um, and I'm exhausted, but it's also possible that I have a backache and a neckache because I have horrible posture that has just been getting worse and worse and... Uh, not moving as much as I should. I've neglected all my stretching and I've had insomnia. So that could explain all those things. And it appears that it is because I still have another five minutes, but not a line to be seen. Trend, so. Trending negative. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I've basically not been around anybody, so I don't I'm know guessing, where I I'm guessing you from. wouldn't have sprung out that on me if you thought you were positive. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, uh, I was correct. just like, wait, why? What? So mm-hmm. at the end, is that when I get the script, or can I see <laughs> what we're doing? Well, let's start with this. Okay. Would you like to oh, read yes. it? Yeah, we got this the other day. Yes, it's a uh, postcard. Yes, what is, is on the front? It is a uh, lighthouse in the snow, like okay. in the middle of a lake, river, something, in the middle okay. of nowhere. So... Hello, I love sending postcards while on adventure, and as I have your address, you're on my list. Hello from Northern Michigan. Yeah, I, I wonder. If, <laughs> I wonder if she's in the Upper Peninsula. UP. Mm-hmm. This postcard is also related to one of my uh, scripts in your. Oh, Hi. pile. I mm-hmm. it was okay. So I thought it was a good one to send, and that is Nicole. Uh, yes. Who is? We've done several scripts. Of our course. our. Uh, Study Alaska and Upper Midwest mm-hmm. uh, topic author. Yes. Yes. So I saw that because we got thank you Nicole by yes, the way for uh, the yes, beautiful absolutely. postcard and mm-hmm. for and for having us on your list. Yes. Nicole goes on all sorts of fun uh, adventures, especially like wildernessy, great outdoors type of adventures. And uh, so yes, please keep do keep us on your list. That's super fun to get postcards. Um, and I. I know that you are having a struggle reading because of your contacts, but um, I saw this and I was like, well, I'm not getting my research done in time for Friday, so how about I find the script that she's referring to? Okay. And I did. Nice. So here you go. Alrighty. So this is the story of the 1961 Stannard Rock Lighthouse Explosion. Stannard Rock mm-hmm. Lighthouse. Which killed one man in Standard and stranded three for several days in one of the most remote workplaces in the world. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of it? Uh, I'd be surprised and impressed. <laughs> I, ha- I have not. How about you? Only, um, only Nicole's reference to it on the postcard okay literally but yeah. no i have never heard of it never heard of a lighthouse so, explosion. oh something that we didn't like period yeah something that we didn't yeah how does it I, how does a lighthouse I'm, I'm explosion? Sure. we'll learn yes so let me read uh we do have a couple other things on this postcard standard rock light located on a dangerous and distant reef in lake superior mm. standard rock light is often called the loneliest place <laughs> on earth oh wow that That's like, saying a lot. Sounds like a place that would be in Michigan. Yes. <laughs> Either that or where I'm from. Yeah, right. <laughs> One of the two. The lighthouse is located 24 miles off the tip of the Kiwina Peninsula and 42 miles off the shores of, sorry, the postmark's getting into this, of Marquette. Of Marquette. Built in 1883, the exposed crib of the Standard Rock Light is rated as one of the top 10 engineering feats in the United States. Wow. The tower height is 100 feet. The original lens, I don't know what that means, and I don't know what this means. Third order Fresnel. Okay. Imagine lighthouse enthusiasts know what that means. I have no idea. And the characteristics are... Six. It says FLW6S. Okay. I don't know what any of that means. Interesting. So there we go. Well, we learned just a, a little bit. I'm imagining we're going to learn a whole lot more. Also, I like the Scooby-Doo stamp. Mm-hmm. Very fun. All right. So back to it. Yeah. Just for uh, reference, like I know 
like I have a visual experience with hundred foot tall towers like this because mm-hmm. in a previous job that I held, our hundred kiloliter tanks were ten stories tall. Okay. okay. And we had eight of them, I think. If okay. I remember correctly. So yeah. Those are nice. fun those are fun to climb up and down. I'm sure. Because <laughs> the story is ten feet typically, right? Yes. Like in a mm-hmm. commercial building. Yep. Is and the because idea. these were strictly water tanks. Uh-huh. It was you know, it was straight cylinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nobody was climbing up inside of it. It was sure. all on the outside. Sure. How wide were they? Uh, or diameter or whatever? Probably 15, 20 feet, something like that. Okay, that's yeah. pretty big. Yeah. That's, pretty, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> there was an area where there were four of them stacked together. And that was. Like in a cluster? Mm hmm. Okay. And then there was a walkway that connected all of them. Oh, okay. So. Like a catwalk? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. You could see from up there, you could see uh, downtown Raleigh. Oh my goodness! That's, you could because it your mm. old work wasn't right next to downtown Raleigh. Either. It wasn't that far away. It wasn't but, that far, yeah. but it wasn't like it was in downtown or anything. No, mm. yeah. But yeah, when you were up there, because you were up, I think that catwalk went up about six stories. Because that yes, because that's where the sight glass was. Officially negative. Good. By the way, that's the fifteen minute mark. And if you like, if the you know, if it was not a cloudy night, if there was not a cloud in the sky, and you just looked in one direction, you could see the lights of downtown that's pretty cool like it was just kind of like right there and you're just like this is kind of a pretty view yeah like i wish i could smoke a cigarette here but i can't (laughs) (laughs) legally in every sort of way i cannot osha would (laughs) arrest you immediately Uh, like were you smoking a cigarette like around flammable material yeah (laughs) no maybe not your wisest choice ever Mm -hmm. if you had done that yeah so yeah, this is, and this is out in the, I'm sure part of the engineering challenge is that it's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. How do they get yeah, all this right. material out here? I'm guessing and Nicole's going to go into some I'm of that, but let's is. see. Let's see. So the Standard Rock Reef is located off the Keweenaw Peninsula in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Oh, that was go. right. Mm-hmm. About 24 miles or 39 kilometers south of Manitou. Uh, Manitou. Yes. Manitou. Manitou. Uh, south of Manitou Island in 44 miles or 71 kilometers north of Marquette, Mich- Michigan and Lake Superior. Uh, Manitou Island is not to be confused with North Manitou and South Manitou, <laughs> which are islands located in Lake Michigan off of the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore. And this is in parentheses and represent the bear clubs in the Sleeping Bear le- Legend. Unparentheses. Man- <laughs> Manitou is a spiritual concept in Algonquin culture, sometimes defined as quote, the spiritual power inherent in the world. Oh, sort of like the force. Sure. That's what it sounds like. Manitou. Hmm. I like it when (laughs) Nicole was like, not to be confused with this uh, this or this or this. I'm like, yeah, I'd never heard of it. Well, I mean, the the more I learned about, because I grew up, I I went to school with kids that lived on the reservation. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, as I get older, the more I grew up and the more I learned about Native American culture, I'm like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Like, really. I was just like, that sounds pretty cool. Mm. So, like, the things they do, and mm-hmm. I was just like... Well, that's why we ruined it, because <laughs> white people hate everything and can't let anybody have... Just have Fun. a nice life. Yeah. No, we have to go around just... You can't live off the earth. Killing everything, yeah. yeah. Including the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what the earth was for. Yeah, it was. The earth was made for yeah. white people. That's yeah, what yes. has historically been white people's view. Yes. So, yay us. Yay. <laughs> Slash S for sarcasm, mm-hmm. in case anyone couldn't Just tell. in case. This is oh your first time. Oh, my God. Time. Yes, we always have to make that disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. So, sources for this script include lakesuperior.com, multiple hmm. articles, uh, Wikipedia, military.com, interesting. Huh. Uh, Engineering, I bet. Yeah, probably. Maybe Army Corps. Yeah. MLive.com, Lighthouse Adventures, Heroes, Haunts, and Havoc on the Great Lakes. By maritime historian West Olszewski. I'll pronounce it that way. Okay. I actually have a friend that has a last name spelled that same way, and that's how he pronounces okay. it. Okay, so. well, that's a good uh, source, then. It's either that or Olszewski. <laughs> so, uh, Superior Watershed Partnership, U.S. National Public Domain Archive, the U.S. Na- US National Park Service, the Lighthearted Podcast, ExploringTheNorth.com, and the Marquette Maritime Museum. That's about to say that three times fast. <laughs> So we are getting right into history corner, ah, which is what I, which is what I figured. 
I'm not getting into too much in terms of Great Lakes facts and statistics in the script, as this podcast has already done episodes on the Edmund Fitzgerald, the Mm -hmm. 1913 White Hurricane, one of my previous scripts, the Mm -hmm. Rouse Simmons, that's right, and possibly another script of mine, depending on if that one is this one or is used first. Here I will just be giving information relevant to the particular topic. Okay, so there's another script out there. Maybe you got got the wrong one. (laughs) No, No. I picked the one that matched the postcard. Mm -hmm. So Lake Superior, one of the five Great Lakes, and the largest of them, mm-hmm. hence the name, yep. has an average depth of over 500 feet. That's and is, wild. That's, it is. It's The Great average Lakes are... Depth. Yes. That's not the deepest depth. No. That's the average, that's average. depth. I mean... And Superior is the greatest of them. I'm sure I've said this before, too, but oh, if you've never seen one of the Great Lakes, like, it is, like, truly, like, this is an ocean, right? Right. And it's... It, no, it's a fucking lake. And is over uh, 1,330 feet at her deepest point. Oh, that's the depth. That's the deepest point. Wow. So this is roughly 152 and 405 in meters. That's fucking crazy. Wow. The lake holds over 2,900 cubic miles of water. Jesus. Cubic miles. By surface area is the largest freshwater body in the world. Huh. Approximately 20% of the world's surface freshwater can be found in the Great Lakes, That's and Lake Superior wild. makes up 50% of that amount. That's crazy. Wow. Oh, so 10% yep. of the world's freshwater is, is in, in Lake, Lake Superior. Superior. That's nuts. That is. That's that's wild. Despite the lake's great depths, however, the standard rock reef, roughly one mile long and located far from shore, is, at its highest point, only four feet below the surface. It was discovered in 1835 by Captain Charles Stannard, of the vessel John Jacob Astor. Mm. Oh, huh. Know that name. Titanic, right? I think was, he, yeah. that, that's my uh, recollection, too. He was an engineer or one of the wealthy dudes. Oh, God. I, I can't remember. Knows? I hate the Titanic. That, but that name is, I think he was involved with the Titanic. That's what I associated it with, yeah. too, but I'm not sure why. I feel, I'm positive we've mentioned the Astors. Probably. Probably and at that some men point. who made built America or whatever I'm we sure they popped saw. up. Yeah. So as commercial shipping grew as an industry on the Great Lakes, I'm fucking mm-hmm. abs- absolutely. It's mm-hmm. still to this mm-hmm. day. I mean, well, and you can get bi- to billions and billions and billions and billions. <laughs> you can get to the Atlantic, right, from the Great Lakes. Yes, doesn't and vice the versa. St. Lawrence connect? connect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. every right now as we're speaking. Billions in fucking cargo is going through the Great Lakes. Like, well, maybe, actually, you know what? Maybe not. (laughs) We're we're having a bit of a... (laughs) Supply chain issue right now. (laughs) And labor. Mm -hmm. uh, Labor issue. The labor issue being that uh, people are sick of being exploited. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, what? mm -hmm. Does that happen? Mm -hmm. But it just sometimes, like, just trying to fathom the scale of industry I know. in the world it's, it's, it's really it's difficult. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, it really is. Um, I have always kind of wanted to work in logistics for that reason. Mm. Just to kind of see... That's something you should consider. I, I have been. Um, yeah. But uh, just to see, like, where does the rabbit hole actually go? Like, where does... To is, the next apartment. Well, because... Well, not necessarily. <laughs> like, like, when I was, again, at a previous job... Uh-huh we were the last people to touch the product and then it left the warehouse. Right, eventually so, someone's at the mm-hmm. end of the end of the line, was, right? But yeah. then it goes to well then the the consumer is go, the end. And then where does it go from there? Yeah. It but goes then into... then it goes to recycling our trash. Mm-hmm. So really, we're an endless cycle of logistics. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We produce three and a half tons a day every day. Did, <laughs> uh, apparently, the average. I well, I heard people are saying people the are average saying, human generates four and a half pounds of trash daily. That sounds like a lot, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I heard it on Office Ladies. I'm sure somebody. <laughs> I'm sure somebody was weird enough to do a study on that. <laughs> I need 20 people, and I'm going to follow you all around all day. For your entire life. For your trash. (laughs) Because of your trash, not for your trash. Right. So. Can you imagine what they collected in that study? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So as commercial shipping grew as an industry on the Great Lakes, it became necessary to mark this reef. It is Uh. considered the most dangerous place for ships on Lake Superior. Mm. Ah. And there's a lot of dangerous places for ships on Lake Superior. All over the world, and especially in the Great Lakes. 
Um, the first attempt to mark the reef was with a day beacon in 1868, and it was determined after the beacon weathered several years of gales and ice that it was indeed possible for a light to survive that far from Marquette. Mm. Interesting. Okay. So they're they're scoping. They're testing it out. It out. For a yeah, they're yeah. like uh, impressive for uh, 1860. Yeah. Most impressive, as Darth Vader once said. <laughs> Uh, a lighthouse had been built in a similar way, though not as remotely, in northern Lake Huron, and the same crew worked on the one at Stannard Rock. Okay. Construction on a lighthouse was not able to begin until 1877, so that is nine years later. A mm-hmm. uh, hundred years before a, a, a legend <laughs> was birthed into the world. You mean Star Wars? That's right. <laughs> no, me! <laughs> And it was estimated to cost uh, $300, or $300,000 in that day's, I was going to say. No, I, <laughs> I was like, I that's that was not a, even much by those days' not. standards to build In that day's thing. money to complete. Work could only be done, yeah, exactly. Work could only be done between May and October yeah. each year. Yeah, you, there's Just no... a few f- months. Brutal fucking... And imagine back then. You don't even have electricity then. And it was still probably pretty unpredictable at the beginning and at the end of that period. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There could have been no warm winters or uh, warm summers at all. I wish I could remember. I feel like I'm remembering something from one of our previous Great Lakes episodes that essentially the Great Lakes almost get their own hurricanes. Well, the Great White Hurricane, right? Mm -hmm. Of 1913. Maybe that's what it was. So the crib of the lighthouse. We've done too many of these. Yes, we have. (laughs) The crib of the lighthouse was fitted to the reef in 1878, and by June 1879, an iron pier had been built up to the surface. And within a year, construction had reached 15 feet, about 4.5 meters above the surface. So I'm imagining the crib is what sort of secures it Probably. to the that's coral. Probably. That's what it's, okay. yeah, that's Because you're not digging like a foundation into no, the ocean uh-uh. at those depths. No. So it's... Uh, you're making the foundation. But using the yes. coral that's mm-hmm. already in existence. Okay. Yeah. So the light was established on July fourth, eighteen eighty-two. Let's see, we would have been a little over. We would have been one hundred and six years old at that point as a country. And it's our centennial plus, plus six. six. <laughs> <laughs> Better one than not, I guess. <laughs> that always reminds me of um, waiting for Guffman. They were celebrating the town's sesquicentennial. Never saw that. It's it's funny. Um, which was 150 years. Okay. The light was established on July 4th, 1882, and the towers completed the following year, so in 1883. The lighthouse was named for the reef, which was in turn named for Captain Stannard, Uh but some early paperwork called it Stannard Rock, which is how some people today still refer to the reef and the lighthouse itself. Or Stannard Rock. See, now... It's Stannard. Yes, but... Some people do refer to it as standard, which is what I... Oh, okay. Well, it which looks... Which is what I almost keep wanting to say. It looks a lot like yeah. standard, and it kind of sounds like standard, mm-hmm. but it's standard rock. And because your mind has seen the word standard mm-hmm. so many times, it kind of... Mm-hmm. But it is standard. Standard, yes. So in all, 126 tons of iron. Wow. 76... How, how many tons? Sorry? 126 tons of iron. Wow. Yeah. Uh, 76 tons of brick. A ton is 2,000 pounds, remember? Yes, I'm aware. Um, well, I mean, some people don't That's know fair. our weird That's system. Fair. I um, gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's not tonnes, T-O-N-N-E-S. No, it's That's a different T-O-N-S. Thing. Yeah, that is different. Yeah. Uh, 1,270 tons of tower stone and 7,276 tons of concrete. Jeez, how do you Were used that? in construction. Well, you do it five months out of the year when you can. And it cost $300,000, which at that time I can only imagine what that is. Inflation calculators don't go back nearly that far. I don't far, think they do, no. So it's, it would be really we, hard we, to... We would be taking like early 1900s numbers, which wouldn't be accurate. No, it wouldn't be at all. Because there was also a... Um, there were financial crises at, nearing the end of the 19th century, so I bet there were periods of high inflation. Oh, throughout the rest. I mean, we went through a civil war. Sure, but there were yeah. specific like mm-hmm. um, crashes and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, boy, if I had to hazard a guess, because, like, basically, in the mid-century, it was, like, 12-ish times more now than it was then. 
My guess would be God, something go like back another my like guess 30 would be or something 40 like, times, uh, maybe even 50 times. Yeah, my guess would be something like... 15 million? I was going to say 50 million, five zero. Mm. That would have been my guess. I love that we can just speculate wildly because we can't find out. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so the lighthouse was completed $5,000 over budget and is the most expensive lighthouse built on the Great Lakes. Wow. It okay. is considered one of the top 10 engineering feats in the United States and is the oh. farthest from shore of any lighthouse in the country. That's crazy. That's amazing. That's it, like, out in the summer. It's, it just It's looks, just there. It actually looks photoshopped on there, it kinda doesn't does. it? It kind of does. Yeah, it, it looks like does. somebody took a picture of like a completely still sky and ocean, yeah. and then just like photoshopped a yeah, little we'll, lighthouse we'll in just, there. Uh, we'll just put it, or Bob Rossed it. You know, yeah. like we'll, we'll just put a, a little happy light, little happy little lighthouse, lighthouse, furthest away from shore than any lighthouse <laughs> in the country. My dad would like that. He likes lighthouses a lot, and he loves. Yeah, the I mean lights. they they are cool. I've never been inside one, but I've seen them, and they are. I mean, it is. I've not I been know. inside There's a lighthouse. I have been inside the Bunker Hill Monument, which yeah. I imagine is similar, but Probably. I don't know. One day, ask my dad the story of the lighthouse keeper, the joke of the lighthouse keeper, but only when you have about 15 minutes for him to tell you a joke that does not have a punchline worth the wait. So it sounds like I'm never asking. <laughs> <laughs> so life for the lighthouse keepers was difficult. It was one of the stag stations where only the men were permitted, as opposed to lighthouses on the mainland where the keeper's family could live there with him oh. due to the danger and the minimal space. The lighthouse tower had seven levels, including the galley, the sleeping quarters, the library reading room, and the watch and lens room. According to LakeSuperior.com, the walls at the base are 7.5 feet thick, wow. tapering to 22 inches at the lens room. Two That's still to, uh, really thick. 2.3 to roughly 0 0.6 meters. That's crazy. The keepers would often go days without talking and would usually only socialize to play cards. Mm -mm. Every man was responsible for his own meals and on most days ate canned food. Ke the keepers called it Stranded Rock. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And the lighthouse became known as the loneliest place in the country. Yep. Like, I'll bet. Loneliest place on earth, as yes. it says here. Um, this is all just reminding me of a film I've read about but I've never watched. I think it's called The Lighthouse, but it's Willem. I have not seen it either. Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes, the new Batman. Robert Pattinson is the reason I haven't watched it, because I, I don't know why I find him absolutely repulsive. And also, apparently, he unsimulatedly masturbates in the film. Oh, okay. Off camera, but still. Oh, fun and for everybody. so... The idea of that repulsive man doing that is really well. I mean, disgusting to you me. know, if you're a, in a lighthouse, even if you're with some, like after a while. You know. Well, no, no, no. It's not about the. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I am kidding. Let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Let's not get into that. In its first three years of operation, there were four resignations and three transfers. Yeah, I bet. Oh, uh, yeah. Three of these men outright quit the lighthouse service. Occasionally, the <laughs> they're, just, was, like, yeah, they're just like, I'm done, done with this, this altogether. I'm, just, I'm, I'm done. Done. Period. Like, I just want to go back on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, the men would fish the reef for something to do, and when commercial fishing boats would arrive, they'd barter the fish they'd caught for alcohol. Yeah. Because what else do what you, you do what, in yeah. the 1800s? Yeah. There's no Netflix. No, there's no nothing. <laughs> What do you do unless, on the unless, stranded lighthouse? Unless both of you are like putting on a play for each other. <laughs> you there's have like to there's, there's like no inter entertaining yes, each there's other. No entertainment. Maybe that's why they knew so many songs, like sailors and stuff. Oh, like, you the, know what, I mean? what do you do yeah. with the drunken sailors? Just had to fucking do? do something, you know. <laughs> they wrote they wrote shanties. That's what they yeah. did. Yes. Yeah. Got fucking hammered <laughs> while they were doing shanties. it. Shanties. Yeah. Drunken lighthouse shanties. That is an album I would listen to. I, I'm not for sure. For one song, yeah, and then, yeah, and then they say, all sound the same. Yeah, for yeah. a song, and maybe not even that. <laughs> but <laughs> so the longest serving keeper was uh, Lewis Wilkes, who worked every season from 1936 to 1956. That's so 20 years. That's a oh, long sorry. time. Jumping ahead a little bit, or or continuing mm -hmm. the lineage. Yes. The most days Wilkes consecutively spent at the lighthouse was 99 days, which is the record. Huh. Usually the men would work three weeks on and one week off. Okay. Although those with fam whose families lived farther from Marquette or the uh, Keweenaw uh, would push through six weeks at the lighthouse to get mm -hmm. two weeks off to go home. Yes. Sure. 
Yeah, even though that's six hard. Weeks, that's, yeah. Yeah, I'd go with the three weeks and then one week off. Even this is the era of television and radio, but they're probably not getting any reception no, there. I don't know. No, huh. probably not. Also, radio and TV kind of sucked back then. Well, it was, no, back then it was amazing. It was the golden age, yes. <laughs> no, I mean, just mm. the invention itself. Sure, they were impressed. Yeah. By those standards. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. By the standards of the time. Yes. So at the end of the season, it was often often difficult to get the men off the lake with the ship assigned to retrieve them, off, often having to cut through up to a mile of ice just to reach My the God. lighthouse. God. When the keepers returned in April, they had to chop through more than a foot of ice to open the door. <laughs> just, wait. Just to open the door. Well, I guess they just stayed locked inside, because mm-hmm. why would you go outside in the horrible no. winter? And could you yeah. imagine how fucking cold? It's, I mean, it's got to be... You're talking out in the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere in Lake Superior. Oh, yeah. That would be tundra, essentially. Pretty much. Demetrius, it is almost two hours away from your feeding time. Maybe he needs to use the bathroom. Oh. And we left on the... the, the we left the, the fridge, fridge on. Yeah. And there are birds singing because it's still daylight. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things about this week. There's there's going on. <laughs> Goings on. Storms that occur on Lake Superior can create waves higher than the lighthouse itself, which is... Jeez. <laughs> so which, to be clear... Is more than 100 feet. Yes, because it's got a platform, too, that sticks mm-hmm. up. Yep. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Ugh. One year, when <laughs> when there was an ice storm, the ice on the tower was so thick that rescuers had to work for one week to free the keepers. That's... <laughs> can you imagine that? Wow. I, I do kind of have a question. That's As to the general... So, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I, do, I am not a maritime person, mm-hmm. right? A lighthouse is to help ships know where they are yes in the dark in the Mm -hmm. water right okay why must somebody live there all the time is it just to make sure the light's still going well i mean at that time there was nothing electronic so yeah you know it somebody had to be there to send out the signal that's why they have and that's why they have a cooking quarters a reading room because so know. it wasn't just going all the time it was like only during night like and they would manually turn it on or something yeah i mean maybe i mean probably maybe they just slept during the day and did worked at night you know probably. and they had like spare parts and stuff i'm sure they were bulbs every human being at this time uh-huh had to be a handyman Yes. Like, I mean, I get that for maybe, survival. Maybe that's what's so weird to me is how antiquated it feels. Sure. Although I, I don't... But, but hey, it'll never go out of style. <laughs> it won't. Well, well, it makes me wonder how modern lighthouse keeping works. I'm going to guess it's all electronic now, but I mean, who knows? I don't know. I'm going to guess most of it is. There's some dilat. Well, I'm asking questions much yeah. further than this. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out. Hmm, maybe. Uh, so let's see. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, itself. it took, it took oh, a t- week. a week, that's right. To free the, mm-hmm. t- t- I mean, that's, that's insane. Mm-hmm. So when the Coast Guard took over lighthouse keeping in 1939. Oh, that's interesting. Also makes sense. We were about to go to World War II. Uh-huh. Uh, the Coasties also struggled, struggled with solitude. Mm-hmm. In the 1950s, one allegedly called into the Mar- Marquette station and said that if a boat wasn't sent to relieve him immediately, he would start swimming, which that's Ooh, so he's, he's, automatic death. He's like you're losing not, it, yeah. basically. Yeah. You're not swimming to anything no. from In this Lake place. Superior? No. Oh, 24 miles, too. Like, yeah. to the nearest shoreline? Not happening. I swim a mile in a pool yeah. in the morning. Yeah, that is not... In a pool, that is not... all I can do. I'm going to guess the average temperature is 20 degrees in this water. Yeah. At best. Ridiculous. Yeah. And the reason it doesn't always freeze over is because, you know, the waves and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I mean, no, no. So in a way they have to go out and get them because. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, otherwise he's going to be killing himself. Yeah. Most likely. So the story goes that a boat was sent out to the lighthouse and the man was brought back. Uh, to the mainland in a straight jacket before being sent to oh, a wow. mental institution. So he and we're really talking was, about fifty, yeah. so I'm oh, sure that wasn't a fun experience for anybody. No, but deinstitutionalization was a whole other issue. True. Yeah. Some of the men would go AWOL and accept being court martialed over returning to the lighthouse. Oh, that's right, because remember the this, is, yeah, yes, this is yes. Yeah, this is military. Yeah. Like you 
have to be there. Right. You're stationed here. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to just You don't leave. get to choose. Yeah. yeah. The shortest time ever spent there was one week. A man arrived for his first three-week stint, climbed the lighthouse, observed the conditions he'd be asked to live in, and shouted for the boat to wait. He was quitting. The boat oh. was already leaving when he climbed down the lighthouse, and the men on board shouted, We'll be back in a week. <laughs> wow. So he would have left immediately. Yeah. If when he could have. When the boat returned, the keeper left with them and then left the Coast Guard itself. Mm. In the 1950s. So it was so bad he just, he was just noped like, I'm, down I'm just the done with, I'm just done with all of this. Service. Wow. Yeah. Uh, in the 1950s, the Coast Guard limited the standard rock position to one season. Uh, oh, okay. So you can only do it once. Which makes sense. Because I mean, it makes you go... Uh, how could it not? Off. I mean, even with even with, solitude, even yeah. with modern technology, yeah, it wouldn't be. Which would be worse, being stuck there alone or being stuck there with a coworker, like that you with don't a coworker, know with a coworker. Really? I, I'd want to be alone in that situation. I wouldn't want. <laughs> yeah, I think so too, because you would end up. I think they would end up murdering. You know, you, you'd end up wanting to kill each other, probably. Um, yes. <laughs> the nihilist point of view, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, put two people who love each other in a, you know, a pod for weeks on end. and uh, you'd, mean, you'd have annoyances. Have you, you know, ever but... watched Big Brother? <laughs> I have not. No, I, I really never have. Is it still on? Yeah, I think so. Is it really? I think so. Yes, it's like Big Brother. Is Survivor still on? Two hundred sixty-three. I think so. Yes. You're kidding me. No, Amazing wow. Races too. That oh. I kind of believe. But... <clears throat> By the way, <laughs> they're they're going to this lighthouse. The next <laughs> Amazing Race. Pro tip. In the winter. <laughs> Pro tip: They put the mole season one on Netflix, and okay. I'm so excited. I've almost done watching it because that to me was like one of my original like reality game show obsessions i loved the first season of the mole the second season was completely predictable first season was fabulous and also looking back on it extremely 2000s <laughs> yeah <clears throat> there is now or something because now that we're so far away from yeah them, there is like an aesthetic mm -hmm. to the 2000s we can look back on and mm -hmm. be like that was going on. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I need to show you. Uh, oh, I have so many things to show you about the mole, but um, Stephen, sure Stephen's hair and facial facial hey, hair. Maybe we'll do. Uh, maybe we'll do a um, a Twitch. Th yes, that would be perfect. I've never the seen mole? the mole. I remember when it came. Really, out. you've never yeah. watched it? Uh -uh. Oh, well, you'll have fun guessing I've who it is. I've never been in reality shows. Oh, we need. To you know who it's hosted by? No. The inimitable. Anderson Cooper. Is it really? Yeah, before, before his hair was, was completely Before white. he was Anderson Cooper? Yes. Yes, he was kind of slumming it. <laughs> but, but, but still a Vanderbilt. Always he, he's always been a yeah. Vanderbilt. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that guy could, I mean, that guy could literally quit everything and mm -hmm. everything would be fine. Isn't it funny that we're like, oh, it's almost <laughs> admirable he's working. <laughs> kind of. I mean. Well. But then again, obviously he gets to do what he enjoys doing, so there's something to be said for so that. So watch them all on Netflix and watch Severance. Wow, Anderson, I didn't realize Anderson Cooper had been in the game that long. Anyway. Watch Severance on yes, Apple TV that's really if you good. have it. Along, if you're watching, already watching For All Mankind, watch Severance. Visually beautiful. Yes. Well, amazing, I should say. Not beautiful per se, but there is a script we're working there on, is. isn't it? Yes. Isn't there? Nicole's, so, <laughs> I always feel so bad for the listeners who write these scripts. And they're like, will you fucking shut just, up and get back stop. to the script? So from 1883 <laughs> until after World War II, uh -huh. the lighthouse was lit with candles and other quote-unquote flammable <gasps> illuminants before being replaced with electricity. Oh, my God. I didn't I'm, even think of that. I'm guessing this is where our explosion is going to come into play. Wait. I didn't even. So hold up. Well, 1883 until after World War II. Let's say I, let's say it's a year after, so I, I get 1946. It. I just candles. never thought that there were lighthouses without electricity. Mm -hmm. But yes. Yeah, of course. Electricity hasn't always been around. But they, How do you signal to a ship on a giant body of water with a candle? How? No, no, no. I, th I think the, the lighthouses, I think the, the candles are to light the inside for, mm. the, for the living quarters. I understand... Oh, no. The light itself. 
The lighthouse was lit with candles and other flammable illuminants before being replaced with electricity. Yeah. And to me, that sounds like... To me, that sounds like the light itself, the beacon. Because think about it, it was... Uh, well, I guess... Electricity. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it would... I don't fucking know. <laughs> Let's just get on with the story. <laughs> oh, goodness. Nicole course, will let us know. But of course, it had to have been lit with not electricity because there wouldn't have been well, any yes, during that time. that I understand. Also, how do you run a power line to that thing? It's all batteries, I imagine. I would have, yeah. I not, have they're not so digging, many questions. They're not digging a 24-mile. how dare you. Yeah, no. <laughs> they're, not, they're not digging a 24-mile or putting in a 24-mile cable. In, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> no, there's a big power cord. <laughs> yeah, it just runs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so I, so I said <laughs> before being replaced with electricity, I'm guessing that's where the explosion comes into play. Yeah. The explosion. Okay, here we go. <laughs> So this is 61, right? Because 1961 Standard Rock Explosion is the mm-hmm. title. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So note on this section, despite the small number of people at Standard Rock when the explosion occurred, there is still discrepancy in between sources as to how many men were there. Hmm. Some say three, some say four. I believe this discrepancy is due to there being only three men assigned there with the fourth oh. on leave. But there was another man there that day that was not part of the official keeper rotation. Huh. Why was he there voluntarily? I mean, who knows? On June 16th, 1961, there were four men present at the lighthouse. They were engineerman first class William Maxwell, 35, seaman Walter Scobie, 22, seaman Richard Horn, 18, and electrician's mate Oscar Daniels, 23. So obviously it's like the young kids. And then the grizzled old man at 35. This is going to be your assignment. (laughs) Like everybody's going to do it once. And you're all going to look like him in the end. Yes. Daniels had arrived the previous day due to maintenance on the generator as the lighthouse was being prepared to become automated. A so, generator. Yeah, so there we okay. go. Okay, and automation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lighthouse was scheduled to become automated the following year in 1962. Okay. The officer in charge, boatswain mate Walter Patterson, age 34, was on his week's leave. Walter Scobie was in the middle of a six-week stint at the lighthouse, so he could have two weeks off to go to Detroit mm. to see his wife, who he'd married in 1959. At approximately 9.30 p.m., gasoline in excess of a 1,000 gallons what? stored in the engine house exploded. What the fuck? What? Shaking the tower, knocking Scobie out of his bunk, uh, waking him, as well as throwing Horn and Daniels against the wall of the galley. Oh, my God. The fire that resulted from the explosion ignited propane tanks as well as the coal bunker, oh, God. which blocked the one exit and forced the smoke <sighs> upward. My God. Oh. The lighthouse effectively becoming a chimney yeah, I was with the men inside. Yeah, they were inside. stuck in a chimney. The fire was so hot that some of the limestone near the engine house melted. The damage can still be seen today. Oh my god, is that, like, that sounds like a human trying to get in. What? Well, you're lucky you everybody want... likes it when he you... He went to the bathroom. Now he wants out. Oh my goodness. He just wanted to be a You're lucky everybody likes you... It likes it when you talk on the podcast. Go on. Come, come on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Okay. So the explosion blew the refrigerator out the galley window and knocked out all communications with other stations. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah, because by this time they would have had you know CB radio. Oh yeah. Well, this yeah. is sixty one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Scobie said that his room was on the fourth deck and he was dazed when thrown out of his bunk, not immediately realizing what had just happened. He rushed down to check on the others and found Daniels, who had only arrived one day before, lying with part of a door embedded in one of his legs. Oh my god! Daniels was dazed and confused. Scobie removed the wooden shrapnel, wrapped the leg, and helped Oscar out of the lighthouse by breaking a window. Remember, the only door is blocked by fire. Yeah. And crawling out onto a pipe on the outside of the lighthouse, which they followed down to the main deck. So it's it's literally like shit you have to do in a video game. They're rappelling down a, a... Well, they're they're pipe. not. Re- I, I think well, not repel isn't no. the right word, but they're shimmying they're down. They're following pipe. it because they know the pipe leads out oh, to where oh, they. Oh, oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. But they are on the pipe, yes. But okay. That's the only place for them to go. Wow. I mean, it's that's yeah, that's like some un- uncharted kind of shit. And it's with one of them like completely disabled S- by yeah. a a half empty leg. Yeah, he's not. Leg. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Oh my god, he's dead that weight, is like that is like action film or um, yes video game shit yeah 
Scobie asked Daniels where the others were, and Daniels reported that Richard Horn, the youngest among them, had gone to retrieve their 12-foot dinghy, which they believed might be their only way off the reef. Well... The explosion had thrown the boat into the lake, and Superior's waves were pulling it farther from the lighthouse. Oh, wow. Horn jumped into the 40-degree, or 4.4 Celsius water, to try and reach the boat. Oof. Scobie shouted back... Scobie shouted to him to come back. Yeah. Horn initially continued, then realized it was suicide mission. Okay. Good. He attempted to swim back to the lighthouse, but the cold and the fatigue overwhelmed oh, him, no. and he went under the water. Oh, no. Scobie threw a life preserver multiple times until Horn was able to grab it <gasps> and pulled and uh, and be pulled to shore. Oh, wow. So they got him. Yes. I thought he was going to be the casualty. I thought he was done. Yes, I thought so, too. Three men looked for the fourth keeper, but were not able to locate him. That fourth keeper, William Maxwell, had been on watch at the time and was likely killed instantly, although oh. his remains were never found. Wow. It is unknown if his body was completely destroyed in the explosion or if it was blown out into the lake. He left behind his wife and their four Aww. children. Oh. The explosion occurred on Father's Day, which, Oh, you know, God, yeah. And this is coming out the day after Father's Day. Oh, that's so... Know. That's so sad, but I mean, I guess at least it sounds like he went fast, but yeah. I mean, okay. like we always say, we hope. Mm -hmm. Initially, the three surviving men were sure that, that rescue would come quickly, that as they wouldn't be able to respond to the usual radio checks. Yeah, because the radio is, is out. Like every, every all their communication is they're basically is out. stuck they're on, on a their rock. Is own. what it sounds yes. like. Twenty four miles away from anything. And a non-functioning, um, uninhabitable. And the dinghy's gone. Tower, yeah. So they're just gonna have to. They're just. They're stranded until. Somebody well, they're looking it out. at the next schedule, being like, "Well, when did the next people come? Because nobody's coming." Or will a ship come close enough that we can? Yeah. Or they'll see the smoke. That yeah. would be another thing if yeah. somebody saw the smoke. Yeah, but I, that's what they have to rely on. Yeah. They can't communicate yeah, to anybody can. themselves. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. imagine, fuck that. Mm. Um, so Scobie said that his uh, room was on the fourth deck and he was dazed and thrown out of his bunk so we already got into that and this uh, the explosion occurred on Father's Day mm -hmm. so initially the three surviving men were sure that rescue would come quickly as they wouldn't be able to respond to the usual radio checks there's, oh okay there's that that, too. there you go so if you're not hearing back from mm -hmm. them then you know something's wrong yeah okay. they're gonna send, somebody's gonna send something gotcha and ships were bound to report that the light was not in operation. So That's there you go. That's true, too. So okay, there, so there's, there is mm -hmm. some... Well, yeah. probably because they're looking for it, because they need it. Yes, uh-huh. And if it's not there, then they're going to be like, what's going so on? So there are essentially, like, safety checks and ways yes. for them to notice. Backup plans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. However, no ship uh, did that. So uh -huh. no ship reported that the light was not in this operation. This is the summer, too. Yeah. The stations on uh, Manitou Island um, and at Marquette either did not realize that the radio checks were missed or did not think anything of it. Oh, that's which like is even the, worse. Um, the Indianapolis. Yeah. Remember, there yeah. was like uh, somebody got an oh and man, they were just kind of like got an SOS. Yeah, and they, yeah, were, and they, they were, were just like kind of like ignoring. Uh, and they, yeah. Well, they didn't follow procedure. Right. After mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, ah, mm -hmm. just sharks in the water. Oh. It, it won't be that bad. Like Adele's eyes. Okay. Yeah. Oh he, my goodness. What was the purpose of that exercise, Demetrius? He, he just wanted to be on the show. <clears throat> Demetrius? De, well, he doesn't have a lot. Pi Jesse has pink men. Yes, he does. Just Demetrius, everybody. <laughs> the men wearing only what they were sleeping in huddled, huddled under a tarp on the opposite oh, side of the lighthouse from the fire. Yes, to try to keep warm. Yeah, they need the <laughs> yes. fire to yes. an extent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, with food that amounted to two bottles of ketchup and one can of beans and waited. Two bottles of ketchup and, and a one can, can of beans. beans. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, you just got to hold out. Yeah. You got water because you've got the snow and yeah. stuff like that. Well, um, and isn't the lake fresh water? Yes, and and then so, you got yep, and then you've got the uh, well, not snow because well, I'm not sure if there's a summer in the Upper Peninsula <laughs> per it se. It is June, yeah, but yeah. Um, and I'm guessing this fire just went for days on end. I well, it depends guess. on what happens next. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Jeez, this is this is fucking nuts. This I is mean, terrifying. Yes. Well, and what's worse is that nobody's like. 
hey, we haven't heard from these guys, or, uh, hey, the light's out. Yeah, well, here's where the story picks up. So, Uh Smoke continued to shoot out of the top of the tower, which we know is 100 feet high. So it's it's smoke signal. Pretty much. Yeah. Three days after the explosion, the Coast Guard cutter (gasps) Woodrush approached the reef on a regularly scheduled supply trip. Mm. So there you go. And the lookout saw the the jet black smoke. The cutter rescued oh the three men and extinguished the fire. See, so see, the fire was was still going this entire time three for three days. days with two bottles of ketchup and a can of beans mm-hmm. huddling mm-hmm. under a tarp in their but pajamas with, or long johns or whatever. Honestly, luckily, like with a fire. I, I mean, really, the, the upside of the fire was <laughs> yes. that they were able to stay. Yes, because yeah, if they warm, didn't have that, they would have frozen to death. Yes, yeah. easily. Well, yes. What's the air it, temperature? Hypothermia. No, All what's that, the air temperature though? I think they said forty degrees. No, that was the water. Oh, that was the water. But I mean, you can you can survive in air that's forty degrees. You're not gonna die of hypothermia. Uh, I guess I don't know. I do not know. But it's just let's right? let's put it this way. It's a situation that none of us ever want to fucking be in. No, I know. And I know you can die of hypothermia in lower temp or higher temperatures than you think, just like you can drown in like minimal water. Yeah, yeah. I mean So Um So the cutter rescued the three men and extinguished the fire, and they also set up the winter lamp for the rest of the year. Ordinarily the lighthouse would be manned until October, but not mm-hmm. this time. The final watch of the Standard Rock Lighthouse would be forever unfinished oh wow none of the men who survived the initial explosion died of their injuries well that's good oh good 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 uh so this is the afterward so that's that's wow. the to this day it is unknown what caused the explosion it is believed that a defect in machinery or human error caused gasoline mm. fumes to ignite great lakes historian frederick stonehouse while uh guesting on the light-hearted podcast called it Quote, one of those very unfor- unfortunate accidents that actually was, I think, self-inflicted by how the Coast Guard operated the light. Mm. Unquote. It is generally thought that the Coast Guard should have been more uh, should have been using more diesel fuel instead of gasoline to operate um, the light, mm. as diesel is much less flammable, which is, yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and had been used since the 19th century. It do is you, unknown. Do you- do you know the difference between diesel and gas? I don't. Not officially. I just. I. But I do know that. Yes. That it's less diesel flammable. Is, yes. I don't know the difference. That's I knew that from going camping because. Okay. There was gasoline for certain things like okay. the boat, uh-huh. this and that. Uh-huh. And there was diesel for certain things to operate the. Uh, All I know is that it's more expensive generally, mm-hmm. and that like yeah. trucks and stuff and use it. Generally, burns cleaner too. Which is with which is. I'll have to ask my dad because he works in that field. Sure, yes, he he does. (laughs) He would know. It's Mm -hmm. literally his job to know. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. So the so it was thought that the that the Coast Guard should have been using diesel much more diesel Mm -hmm. fuel than than gasoline, which apparently Mm -hmm. was not the case. Well, especially if you have to store it there, which makes sense because they're not doing constant supply runs. Sorts of things can happen when you're storing this much, like a simple spark Mm -hmm. from. A wave hit and it mm-hmm. crashed the barrels together, and one of them. Wow. I mean, it could be something as simple as that. You know, you can't start a fire without you can't a spark. Start a fire without a spark. You cannot. This comes from. This guns for hire. This guns for hire. That's right. I, I always forget that lyric. <laughs> Spring scene's hard to understand. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> that is my. That is how I uh, remember every spring scene's springsteen song did you know um do you know the um manfred mann song blinded by you've told me that it was written by yeah Uh yes it was so the revved up like a douche yeah again one of those weird lyric songs it is revved up like a douche what is he saying Mm -hmm. what do you oh and and the original it's not revved up it's cut loose like a douche is he uh struggling Like I am to to finish this. Uh, I know <laughs> we're almost there. Script. <laughs> we apologize, Nicole. We, we had a lot going on this week. Nicole's used to us. Yes. <laughs> it is unknown what, if any, research was done into the damage the explosion caused mm. the ecosystem on the reef. Yeah. Ooh, and, yeah. This yeah. is Lake Superior, after all. Yeah. The lighthouse has been automated since 1962, so the following year. So they were just like, okay, well, we're done now. We're, we're done with those people. I think you. May have yeah. There we go. Oh, 
Oh, was that the... Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and has recently become primarily a research station for the okay. effects of climate change on the oh, Great Lakes, which that's smart. makes a hell of a lot of sense, mm -hmm. uh, mostly pertaining to water levels. That's what they're studying. Oh, okay. Um, after GPS and radar made lighthouses less necessary. Yeah, so now it's basically probably just used as like a beacon. Yeah. No, I mean, there's nobody there. It would be cool to go to, like these guys. They're yeah. There. Well, I mean, you have to travel a bit mm -hmm. to get there. <laughs> In 2015, one day shy of 54 years after the incident, Walter Scobie returned to the lighthouse with oh, family wow. members. Well, what? they were pretty young. Most mm -hmm. of them were really young. I'm at the guessing time. that's what the photo is. Mm. The lighthouse is not accessible to the public, but may be observed by oh. boat or by plane if weather permits. Okay. The fishing on the reef is noted to be excellent. I, yeah, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah, this is untouched. In the middle of, yeah, yeah like yeah. Superior. Scobie's son-in-law asked the Coast Guard if a few people may accompany them to a maintenance check at the lighthouse so mm. Scobie could return. Scobie arrived with his wife, then married 56 years, Aww. his son, daughter, son-in-law, and his grandson. His family, especially the younger generations, were eager to see the place they'd heard so many oh, stories wow. about. Oh, I I'm can sure. Did, did I course. ever tell you about the time I almost died? Yeah, when... And, and then survived three days and on one a of can us, of beans. And one of us did, and yeah. I just had to hang out with two other guys. Mm -hmm. And we literally had to spoon at night because that was the only way we could keep yeah, our keep body warm. temperature mm -hmm. going. So when they reached the lighthouse, having lucked out and encountered perfect weather, Scobie told a few stories intermingled with moments of silence Aww. and pointed out where he slept and where the pipe was, was that um, he and Daniels mm -hmm. used to exit the lighthouse. Before leaving, the group dropped a wreath for William Maxwell. Mm. Scobie complimented the people that made their visit possible and said that the trip made him proud to have served in the Coast Guard. Aww. He called the visit to Standard Rock, quote, one of the greatest days in recent memory, unquote. Demetrius! <laughs> Sorry. The Standard Rock Lighthouse <laughs> is on the U.S. National Register of Historic Places. It nice. should be, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And is a Michigan State Historic Site. Yeah, uh -huh. that's that is kind of the cool thing about this area too. We we have historic site plaques all over the place. Oh, in, in, the city. in the, where not we just, are, yeah. not just mm -hmm. in the city, like in the surrounding area mm -hmm. too. Well, we're at the state yeah. capital too. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's true. It was added to the NRHP in 1973. Do you know what that is? National Register. Oh, of historic, historic places. places. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, in 2015, ownership of the lighthouse was transferred to the Superior Watershed Partnership. An award-winning nonprofit based in Marquette, which takes donations that directly aid in upkeep and restoration of the lighthouse. Huh. It is possible, but very expensive, to take boat tours mm. to the lighthouse. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Although the public is not permitted <clears throat> to go inside. Yeah, of course no. not. I it would be the... it would be really cool just to see. Yes, I imagine the structural integrity is such that they're like, probably, there's a reason it's automated. Uh, automated. Let's just uh, only yeah. professionals go mm -hmm, into that place, not mm -hmm. fucking random people. Yeah. Tours to the lighthouse take one full day to complete. Wow. Okay. Well, well yeah, 24 miles out, out on a boat is, uh -huh. that's, that's a long ways on a boat. The original Fresnel lens from the lighthouse is on display oh. at the Marquette Ma uh, Maritime Museum. That must be with the third order Fresnel. Oh, okay. The yep. yeah. okay. The Standard Rock Lighthouse is one of approximately 130 lighthouses remaining just in Michigan. Oh my goodness. Wow. The Superior Watershed Partnership's goal is to prevent it from being one of the many that have been lost mm -hmm. to time. Yeah, which is... And just, like, swept out to sea or something. Uh, or, yeah, just abandoned, which could have happened. Crumbled and... I mean, we're... Uh, exploded, apparently. Near where I, where I grew up, we have um, Hart Island, which is the, the home of Bolt Castle. Oh, where... No, we went to Singer Castle. We we did go into mm -hmm. Singer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, the other castle. Yes. Right down the river. <laughs> Bolt is the more famous one. Okay. I think because it never got completed, there's and there's mm. like a whole story and a mystery behind oh, it. Oh, gotcha. But, um, Intrigue. Yes. Uh, but this guy bought an island, tried to form, you know... Like a fortress? No, tried to make the rock formation look like a heart. Oh, okay. And then tried to build a castle on top of that, but the, the wife that he was building it for, she died like a year into the project. Oh, so and then he just got didn't, depressed and didn't have the motivation yeah. to do it. And it sat oh. there, I mean, it sat there literally rotting away for like 50 years. Like, oh. you could still see, when I toured it for the first time when I was a little kid, I'm talking mm -hmm. like maybe 12 or 13 years old, mm -hmm. like I, there were certain floors that you could go onto and you could see... 
Bobby and Susie, class of 56. Oh, yeah. So kids from the area would go yeah, there. and uh-huh. Which I'm uh-huh. sure was all cool and creepy as fuck at right, the same time. Right, uh-huh. You know? But, yeah, you could see all the old graffiti from... Wow. You know, and it wasn't until, like, the 1950s where the state, like, took it over. It was just oh, like, okay. mm-hmm. no, this is, like... We need to preserve this place. Yeah. Not we need just to pre- let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they not only preserved it, but then kind of little by little tried mm-hmm. to pursue the vision that the original <clears throat> oh gotcha like restore it oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay like the last time i went there and it's been a while mm-hmm. it's probably 20 years ago but the last time i went there the whole like first and second floor were completely oh, so they finished were finishing the construction yeah. Yeah. oh that's wild. like the first floor had like a huge foyer obviously uh-huh um like a huge dining room did that... it have the grand staircases or anything yes in the middle in the foyer uh-huh. which wrapped around to the second mm-hmm. floor and the one section was the uh, smoking slash billiards room. Right. Slash library. Mm-hmm. So they had a pool table set up, like an old school, like mm-hmm. pool tables back in the day used to be fucking huge. Yeah. They were like the size of this fucking room. Uh-huh. Um, so they had that set up. They had like a fireplace. They had like, uh-huh. you know, like. That's really cool. They had hung like smoking jackets because that's uh-huh. what you would. Sure. You know, yeah. Back in the day, uh-huh. that's what you'd put on mm-hmm. to smoke your cigar. Yep. So it, all the smell gets into this one. Dis- <laughs> Can you imagine how disgusting this those one jackets garment, must yeah. have smelled? <laughs> well, you see, I I might know something about that. <laughs> yeah, you might. Because somebody's had the same coat for a while. Yeah, that's true. But it wasn't and cigars; it was cigarettes. It's the coat that you smoke in when you go outside. So yeah, I might know what that you smells might. like. I don't know if you've ever noticed that I always like try and hang that coat on the farthest hook and like. Keep away it away from, from everything. everything else. Yeah. yeah. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is my smoking jacket. <laughs> it is, yes. But anyway, but obviously we got off on a tangent. Multiple Ob- times. Obviously you can't, <laughs> all of the, those things can't exist in this lighthouse. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible. Mm-hmm. But it would be really, it's. It would be cool to see it. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's important to keep it up. Absolutely. Historic like if, like places if, should be Like preserved. if it's an engineering marvel. Yes. Uh-huh. M- make sure it stays that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's. Yeah, I mean, I cannot imagine when this thing was built, like the resources and oh, the manpower yeah. that you would have needed to in the middle you know, of nowhere. And you know, fucking people died trying to oh, build yeah, this thing probably. for for damn mm-hmm. sure. You know, somebody fell in the lake. I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, Steve's gone. <laughs> right. I mean, really. I mean, yeah. it's it's like nobody's going in to get you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So, I mean... Although they did they did try and succeeded to save the one guy who went out to that sea is true. temporarily. That is true. So. Yeah, so hopefully they had those those uh, hoops back in the day. But oh, anyway. the lifesavers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that's a crazy story. A lighthouse just exploding. Yeah, yeah and then the, I would not have expected that. And then that. one of the main ways the survivors survive is off of the heat. The that, fire. That, that the explosion yeah, that's, generated. That's... <laughs> but you know what? No wonder it didn't just, like, burn down. No, it would have just the stayed... All feet of concrete yes. it was made out of. And yeah. all that fucking gasoline. I mean, there's... Mm-hmm. We're talking... I think they said there was a hundred... thousand? Yeah, something like that. Gallons or, or something? Yes, or a hundred barrels, uh-huh. one or the other. Anyway, a lot. That shit's gonna burn and burn and burn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's itself, that... not the... yes. It doesn't even need a structure. No, it doesn't like need material. It doesn't need anything at that point. It, it's its mm-hmm. own accelerant. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. That those things have to be put out, otherwise they'll. It honestly, it'd be like an eternal flame. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so just like the Bangles song. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So thank you very much, yes. Nicole, once again. Yes, thank you very much. And thank you for the postcard. That was yes, really sweet. Yes, that was very sweet. It is going on the fridge. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. On the famous fridge. The famous fridge. Yeah. Famous to us. It's in our yeah. kitchen. Not famous to anybody else. <laughs> oh, and thank you, Demetrius, for inserting yourself for no good reason, because it's not dinner time yet. Not even close. Oh, my God, this guy. Yeah. Funny. All right. And we know he used the the restroom. Yes. <laughs> the bathroom. So <laughs> we can't let that be the last thing. No, we can't. Say. Probably not. But I but I do want to say because mm-hmm. you want to do more like international travel. I do want to do a lot of international. See, my travel, thing is like I like domestic too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like my thing is like there are a lot of places in the United States I've never been to that I want to go to, and like oh, same. and like the the Upper Peninsula is 
Not well, in the, not in the fucking not in the winter time. Fuck no. Well, in the summertime, yeah, I would like to go up there at some point and be like, "This is like," because I'm sure like the whole fucking place, minus a spot here or there, mm-hmm. is just wilderness. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it would look like just where I lived when, when, <laughs> I, when I was growing up. <laughs> as long as it didn't involve camping, I'd go along. It probably would. Well, then have fun. Yeah. And I'll have fun in Svalbard. I was going to say, you, you have fun in Svalbard halfway around the world. <laughs> yes, indeed. Polar winter, polar night for the win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so that was the story of the 1961 Standard Rock light explosion. Lighthouse. Thank you, Nicole. No, it, it's no, just it says light. light. No, does it? Sorry, Nicole. Oh, no, lighthouse. Yeah. 1961 Standard Rock lighthouse explosion. Yeah. <laughs> that was a smug <laughs> grin there. Yes, it was. But deserved. So I I, I, I concur. Um, this has been another episode of All Bad Things. <laughs> I blanked on that. I'm Rachel. I'm David. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> and... <laughs>